genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one metaphor at a time. Metaphor? It's not really a metaphor, symbol. One, one Flower s- crown? One flower crown at a time, that's flower good. Flower crown, that's on brand for me. It is. I'm Norman Mitchell. <laughs> I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we're talking about Minute 52, which starts with Sam saying to Frodo, we're going there and back again, just like Mr. Bilbo. You'll see. And ends with Frodo and Sam looking looking at each other in the waning sunlight. Mm. Waning sunlight. Yeah. It is. It's not. It's certainly temporary. Well, I always took that to be the sun coming out from behind a cloud. Hmm. Yeah, I always got the feel that it's the kind of the because of the color. It always gave me a sunset vibe. Right. It could be a sunset, but the clouds could just be. You know, over it could be overcast because they're heading to Mordor. Towards a volcano. Yeah. So, yeah, this... Uh, yeah. There's, like, three lines of dialogue. Sun, it is a sunbeam. Hmm. There's, like, three lines of dialogue in this minute. Mm-hmm. Very little. Uh, Frodo, Frodo mentions these lands used to be a part of the kingdom of Gondor long ago when there was a king. Mm-hmm. And then they walk past... A wrecked statue. <laughs> I like the orcish graffiti. Yeah, it's got a, it's got this, it's got this kind of cool vibe to it. I like the, the stone that they've replaced the head with <laughs> has metal jaws like wrapped around it. Almost, they it almost looks like a bear trap. Yeah, just wrapped around this football shaped rock that they've drawn the red eye on. It's uh, Hey Arnold. Yeah football head uh i'm more curious about how they got it up there ladders i mean i guess oh but... i guess it does have the eye on it yeah something like that would be incredibly heavy i mean they are orcs yeah but i've always just been like how'd they get that up there mm-hmm. they just purposely replaced the head they're industrious little dudes that's true they're true true champions of industry innovators in a in a new field of technology i mean like they got pulleys and stuff look at um look at isengard yeah but yeah I, I do like the design of this weird replacement head i was talking about the graffiti at the base of the statue when yeah. you first see it it's it's there's a definite handprint um no it looks more like runes i mean yeah i guess but like what do you think they used it's not blood it could be blood. It's not, though. It's not the right color for blood. For dried blood. Yeah, it, I mean, it's not. It's too but, red. But generally red in a movie would tell dried me it's blood, drawn with blood. I know, but dried blood would be so much darker than that. Especially yeah. if it's orc blood. Because orcs bleed black. Yeah, orcs bleed black. But no, it, it would be the... If it's blood, it's the blood of Gondor soldiers they've killed nearby or It something. looks like spray paint. Well, because it is, probably. No, but yeah. you think they would use spray paint on their multi-million dollar movie set? I mean, yeah. It's effective for conveying graffiti. I guess. 
Now I just like... It's airbrushed for sure. That's pretty much... That's just a fancy way of spray painting. Yeah. Just Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Just like... Yeah, but uh, I mean... <laughs> tagging the, the base Usually the when statue. you see like crude red drawings in a movie, it's supposed to make you think it was done in blood. I don't... Because most... I mean, we know that blood doesn't dry red. But when you see red markings on stuff, people tend to think blood. But I'm not people. Oh, so no. So what do you think that... What are you? I'm not people. Uh, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I've spoke too soon. A cat. What do you think they used? Um, In world. Clay. Clay? That doesn't look like clay. Like you find... Or what's it? Uh, ochre? Like a pigment? Yeah. That makes sense. Like they ground some stuff up. Yeah. There's probably blood in it. I think it would be darker. It depends on what they used. I think it would be darker if... Even if there's human blood, I think it would be darker. Because human blood dries dark. I just can't imagine the orcs not putting the blood of their enemies in paint in red paint that they're using. That's true. I like the... Um, I think the one in the bottom right is supposed to be the volcano. Matthew. Yeah. I like this one... That looks like um, General Grievous's head. I think that's supposed to be the top of Baradur. Is it? I I think so. I'm not sure. It look doesn't it look like a little alien man? A little bit. It's got like the a skinny part at the bottom and and almost a neck coming down off of it. Yeah. Yeah, and a line through the middle. But it almost it looks kind of like the the setting. For the eye up at the top of Mount, or up at the top of Baradur. But then the eye would be in there, right? There is a dot. It looks like a sword. Yeah, it's really hard to tell what that one is. I get the, I get Baradur. It looks like a sword piercing General Grievous's face. Mm. One looks like a, like a war horn. Yeah. And above that one, I, it looks kind of like a shield or part of one. I like all this orcish rune stuff. And then the, the bottom in the middle almost looks like a bundle of spears. Yeah. Or like two crossed no. weapons. This one. No, that one's Mount Doom. Yeah, that one would be Mount Doom too. That's the volcano the, exploding. I had thought that this, the one next to that one was Mount Doom. No, that one looks I guess like there is crossed... there is another line here, yeah. yeah. That's a volcano. And that's the little alien man that's coming out of the volcano. <laughs> you think that's like Sauron? Maybe. It could be. Like his um, his armor? It could be, actually, yeah. Because his helmet is kind of um, like Bionicle-esque. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> kind of is. It, you know what? I, I It could be that. But yeah, then there's one that's like a war horn. Yeah. The one in the middle on the top part of the base definitely looks like a handprint to me. But then the graffiti all stops. At a certain point, yeah. Until the thing they've replaced the head with. You think they lowered it down with, like, a pulley or something? There's this giant tree behind this thing. Yeah. So, maybe. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. Work smarter, not harder. <laughs> the The design of this statue and, like, the beard in particular feels uh, really old in the way that the beard is carved. Almost Babylonian. Yeah, it looks, like, Akkadian or Babylonian. Yeah. That was like that. That's what I was gonna say. Like that's the vibe Akkadian? I get out of this. Assyrian, right? Assyrian. Um, Akkadian is um, the the people from France that moved here, right? Isn't there a place that's Acadia? Yeah, in, in Maine. No, uh, Akkad. Isn't there a place called Akkad? Oh, in, I don't know. In, 
I always have heard it lumped like Assyria slash Babylonia. Yeah, and then there there's other cultures from that area too. Oh. There's a whole bunch of them that rose and fell all around them. I go look. There's a. I could go look. I have a. I have a. The, one of the only the only book I've kept from college from a history class is about. You didn't keep your books from college. No, I I sold them all back. Oh, I mean like not your textbooks, but like. Yeah, the only textbooks I kept from college are, are a pair of books about, uh, empires in the Near East. Mm. So. Nerd. Because that was my favorite class I took in college, but yeah, this this statue has like a way more ancient feel than other stuff that we see yeah. associated with Gondor. But it still looks vaguely Aragorn-esque. Yeah, it still looks like it's based on Vigo's face. <laughs> the uh, facial hair is a little more stylized, what we see of it. Yeah, because the, like, the statues in the hall in Gondor all have shorter beards. Yeah. This one clearly has a very long beard. Um. Because we can see the we can see the bottom of the beard on the the base of the statue. Oh, that's true. One of the statues in the Great Hall had a really long beard. Mm. It was like Santa Aragorn. Santa Aragorn. <laughs> what kind of flowers are these around the statue's head? They look like jasmine, but jasmine's kind of. They almost look like the same flowers they used for uh, for Athelus for, or symbol moon. I was gonna say Athelus. Kingsfoil. Because the 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 symbol moon is the one that grows in Rohan, right? Yeah, these flowers look really similar to those. Well, they to all me. look similar. They're all white flowers. All dainty little white flowers. Yeah. But I yeah I would imagine it's supposed to be king's foil. Yeah. That would make sense. They look they look big. Yeah, some of the blooms are almost as big as the inner part of the eye of this thing. Yeah, and this statue is like. Big, unless it's not that big because Frodo and Sam, but like because Frodo and Sam aren't that big. Yeah, they look like jasmine flowers. They do a little bit, yeah. Oh no, they can't be Athelus because the um the flowers in this still from Fellowship that I found are like itty bitty tiny. Yeah, they look more like the symbol moon to me, symbol moon, because that was a larger flower. Theoden was admiring the 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 actual flower of one. Yeah, yeah this king's foil plant looks much smaller. Well, it's supposed unless to be a weed. Unless it's not supposed to be the same thing. It probably. I mean, I don't I know. Symbol moon. I believe it starts with an S. Oh, wow! I never would have spelled that correctly. It's um, it's like old English. S i m b e l m y. And E with an umlaut. Umlaut. Hmm. No, see, these look more athelicy than the the flowers here. Yeah, because the... Yeah, these have a more separated petal than the symbol moon. Yeah, because the ones here have... Uh, what? Five petals? And then the athelis and the other ones are clustered together more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what these are. Just some other white flower. Lilies? No. Jasmine? No, those not. that's not lilies. I'm not sure. Daisies. They're not daisies either. They I know. They're, I know they're not daisies. You can tell they, like, CG'd the flowers to glow. Yeah, I actually really like the, the effect of the light entering the scene and illuminating this, this head. I actually really like the way it actually paints a ray of light out and around the the crown of flowers on the the log behind it. Uh-huh. 
It's a, an effective, if perhaps a bit heavy-handed, bit of symbolism. This this moment is they they call it on the commentary as this moment being an extended only thing. Mm. I I can understand why a little why something like this would have gotten cut out of the theatrical. Yeah, it is it is a little heavy-handed. It's just a quick. It's a little tiny scene. The not the encouragement though. No, the the encouragement is in is a thing that is good. I think that I don't remember if that was in the theatrical. Actually, I don't, remember I would, I don't think like it is. I have this sense that it isn't. I would have to definitely have to check. I think this whole sequence may have been cut, which is sad. But this ultimately, I don't think that this sequence drives the narrative forward. And those, even though it is a good little bit of uh, character work. But it, it doesn't do anything to further the story, really. Um, it doesn't tell us anything we don't kind of already know. Well, see, because I love character moments like this. So Me I'm too. always hesitant to cut them out because I think it underscores the... Well, I guess, yeah, because if their relationship is supposed to be strained. Right, then seeing things like this confuses that part of the narrative a little. Yeah, okay. What you're trying to kind of push forward. That makes sense. Yeah. So I, I understand why things like this get cut to kind of retailer your focus a little, especially for uh, a, like the, the casual movie going audience that, just, that wants things to kind of speed along a little more. I think it's important to remind us like where these hobbits are coming from. Yeah. Like they're like we talked about last yesterday, uh, like their their priorities, their what they fight for. Yeah. Also, it's, there's a callback to the the Hobbit in the, the beginning of this minute. So yeah, there and back again. How is it a callback without? It's a reference, I guess. Really, <laughs> although in the in the context of the extended editions, it is a callback to the first writing you see in World. That's true. There and back again, the Hobbit's tale. Yeah, and the last writing we'll see. It's also that's one of my favorite things about having concerning hobbits in the extended edition is that the movie, the first bit of writing you see in world is the same is like part is pretty much the same page. Yeah. You see the title there and back again. And then you see Frodo adding Lord of the Rings by Frodo Baggins. Yeah. On the same page. I love stuff like that. I'm a sucker for those kinds of things. <laughs> it's bookended, if you will. It is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very posh laughter. <laughs> Do we have anything else about this flower crown? No, <laughs> I really don't. I just, I think it's a neat little bit of symbolism. I do think it's a little heavy handed. It's super heavy handed. It's, and I like stuff like that. Because, it like reaches out and smacks you in the face with it. It's yeah. that blatant. Yeah. I, I tend to like stuff like that, but I it, this is just unnecessary. We're literally less than five minutes ago had Denethor reference Aragorn as being the king and then to so quickly have recrowned king imagery feels too soon for this sort of symbolism if it's going to be in the movie somewhere why why is it, it too soon it's it's so close to the last reference to the king well it's the return of the king norman we got to talk about the king every 5 minutes i yes and we and and it wouldn't feel quite so it wouldn't feel too soon Without the the three minute uh, mon- monologue from Gandalf about the king, and and about the fall of Gondor. Oh yeah, we just we just listened to 
to Gandalf talk yeah, about the king so for beautiful. Yes, and we, <laughs> exactly. And I think that a bit of heavy-handed symbolism after a beautiful monologue like that can hurt that the the monologue can hurt the way that that lands without just letting you sit with it a little. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool, but yeah, I don't have anything else. I hope everyone had a great Tuesday. We're from the website Dueling Genre, where you can find other podcasts that aren't movies by minutes related, like the Protagonist podcast, Doctor's Companion, which Cassandra hosts. Yeah, a couple of audio dramas, Geek by Geek by Night. I almost said Geek by Might. Uh, Geek <laughs> by Night. Immunities. Geek by Might. <laughs> Go check those out. They're good stuff. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow to keep talking about uh, Frodo and Sam for just a bit, but we're going to get back to Gandalf and Pippin. Yes. My boy. Bye. Bye.